Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. Welcome you back to Hour 2 of the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning, AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, WGNC Radio. For those of you that are streaming the show this morning, as we've just got a ton to cover, and and we're trying to be as open-ended with it as we can, we may take another phone call by the time we get to the 820 segment. Douglas Lacasio will be on the show. At 8.20, the general manager of the Hickory Crawdads, they're doing something that they haven't done in years up in Hickory. And there's an indirect tie from the show to the Hickory Crawdads. And we'll be able to talk a little bit about that. And we're also going to talk about some really cool promotions, some, some alternative jersey identities that they're going to wear. One of the things about minor league baseball that's really so cool, and Gastonia is going to dive into that this year in the Atlantic League. They're known as the Gastonia Baseball Club, but they're going to test drive certain monikers, certain certain logos, certain team names. They're going to try out some during the course of the season and see what the feedback is. Now, so for instance, the old Gastonia Rockets, will they try that? I don't know. They could. The Gastonia Spinners, if you talk to people that have followed baseball in this town, and there are some some old heads, and I'm one of them, that have followed baseball for decades in this town. They remember the Gastonia Rockets. I remember the photo sitting in the sports center of the old Gastonia Rockets. There's a a growing group of people that want the Gastonia Grizzlies name brought back to the pro team. Now, I'm not going to uncover all that because it's not, there's no time for it. But this is the beauty of minor league baseball. Well, the Hickory Crawdads do much the same thing. So they'll have Hickory Dickory Dock. They'll have that as a logo. Sometimes they've gone as the Llamas. 
you know, just various and sundry other things. They're going to have an 80s night to where they're going to have, if I understand this right, they're going to have a jersey that looks like a starter jacket. Okay? So that's cool. They're going to do a number of things over the course of their weekends this year, and we're going to talk to Douglas Lacasio about it. We're going to find out what it is that's going to be some of the drivers that are going to get folks to LP Franz Stadium this summer. Because yesterday, the press release came out. I'm going to be spending quite a bit of time at LP Franz Stadium myself. So we'll talk about all that and what it kind of looks like moving forward here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. And then, of course, over at hickorycrawdads.com later on in the summertime. But all of that is going to happen at 820. At 8 o'clock, what we've got right now is some talk about girls' basketball. And the reality is we talked to Troy McBeth about Highland Tech beating Piedmont Community Charter School last night. 33-26 winner for for Highland Tech. They're going to take on East Wilkes. High Brighton is coming to Cramerton on Friday to take on Stuart Kramer. This High Brighton club is going to face off against a Stuart Kramer Storm team that won 64-49 against Fred T. Ford last night. Now, Corky Franks, <laughs> I know that you were impressed by Trenton Sherrill's 38 points yep. against Wes Caldwell. Let me hear you. You, for, you get, for good reason. You have to say O'Shaughnessy Holland. Oh, 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 I'm getting ready to say O'Shaughnessy Holland. Okay. Are you ready say for this? Stuart Kramer and impressed. Okay. Give me the stat line. You ready for this? Yeah, tell Niner Brad he needs to shut the, the green room door. He's too loud. <laughs> well, he's he's he, I think he's doing business for us or something. Maybe uh, he's making a six-figure deal or something. Uh, I, maybe. I don't, I don't That'd know. be nice. I don't know. But O'Shaughnessy Holland last night. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah. And, and I, remember, at the end, anytime I go through an O'Shaughnessy Holland stat line, uh-huh. I always end with and a partridge in a pear tree. Right. Because that's just the way it is. It sounds like the 12 days of Christmas. Uh-huh. Okay. So I call it the 12 days of Oshana Holland. Okay. 45 points. 45 <laughs> points. 10 rebounds. 10 rebounds. 8 assists. 8 assists. 1 block. 1 block. Five steals. Five steals. Or five golden steals. Five golden steals. See? Oshana Holland. Good grief. 45. Hold on. Give give me that stat line backwards. Five golden steals. How many points? 45 points. 45 points. Ten rebounds. Ten rebounds. Eight helpers, too. Eight. Assist uh, and a help? partridge in a pear tree. So I was trying to make it sound more melodic by saying eight helpers too. Because, okay. Because that's a helper is an assist. But, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what she did. <laughs> Had, what, what didn't she do? Well. She drive the bus? Well. No, she got she a did, CDL? She didn't have to drive the bus because they were at home. <laughs> but it's been rumored that she did sell popcorn. Okay. So there's that. Um, They're going to be at home again this week. Well, they'll they'll be home Friday against Ty Brighton. they play Friday? They'll play Friday against Ty Brighton. Um, I, it, look. Yesterday, had a conversation with a college coach. Mm-hmm. 
not naming this college coach because Can this I guess? Con- this, nope, because this conversation <laughs> never <laughs> happened. Okay, but oh, I know who it is already. Okay, okay, okay. Because <laughs> we've had a lot of conversations with this guy off the record. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, it's My not, bad. not that one. Okay, but Oshana Holland, a sophomore. Like, remember, she's only supposed to get better. Yeah. And and God help us all if she grows anymore. Like, if she becomes anywhere between 5'11 and 6'1, we got a problem on our hands around here. Well, we don't have a problem. We get to talk about it. Yeah. Everybody else has got a problem because they got to defend it. Okay? She already getting attention from legitimate div- division one programs uh-huh. now of, of course there's nothing that's official in any of it, it it's it you know it's it's kind of like when an, when a when an underclassman does a verbal commit that's all it is it's a verbal commit you're saying that i'm going to this place because they verbally offered to me there's nothing written down there's no there's no you know national letter of intent, nothing of the sort. It's all, at this point, conjecture. It's a verbal commitment that you could easily get out of and all that kind of stuff. But we're in a place right now. It It is, if you were to take a bumper sticker for every time she got an offer, if you got a bumper sticker for every time she's going to get an offer, you basically wouldn't need to paint the car. Right, you right. just put bumper stickers all over the thing because she's going to be able to pretty much choose wherever she wants to go. I mean, it is it is going to be just unbelievable. And, and you know, you talk about Stuart Kramer. This name's been popping up a lot every time we talk about Oshana Holland. You know, the Hadley Womack kid, she had 11 steals last night, Brian. I know. That's all over the place, man. Thief. But that's what, <laughs> yeah. Jeez. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, and, and, and we don't even really – we really don't get to talk about the totality of this team. Like, as, as far as I'm concerned, this club, much like is so much more than Trenton Sherrill for East Gaston, this club is so much more than O'Shawna Holland. The, the, the really great thing for Kerry Pullman is, the reality is, is that um, he still has her for two more seasons after this one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. And and the youth that they have coming through, that she's a sophomore. Of course, she's part of the youth. But they're going to continue to draw from other places, other middle schools that are going to feed into this program. Carrie Pullman's got an opportunity to, re- to really do some special things at Stuart Kramer, not just this year, but in years to come. So this may be a team that, I mean – I would suspect they'll beat High Brighton on Friday. But let's say this is a club that goes three rounds deep this year. Well, let's say that this is a club that manages to go four, four rounds or more next year. Well, then when you get to Oshana Holland's senior season, I mean, they would have to be one of the shortlist contenders for the 3A state title. They would have to be because you're going to see Lauren Huntley Develop. You're you're going to see all of this take place, and it's got to be an incredibly awesome time for Stuart Kramer to watch that Storm basketball team. So 
congratulations to them. They got the win. Here's another really good basketball team. This is a team that's going to have to – we're going to have to keep our eye on this girls' team. East Lincoln last night beat Forest View. No, you can, you can keep your eye on them because if they win and Stuart Kramer wins, they're playing next week. There you go. Yeah. 79-33. East Lincoln beat Forest View. Wow. They're no joke. They are good, and they are good now. And if those two teams – I mean, again. That's a matchup. I got I to gotta really hope that my schedule works itself out to where I can be there if those two teams face off because if those two teams face off, I got to find a way to be there. I got to make sure my schedule is clear so I can watch that game. That is going to be a fantastic game. You know, South Point, the girls, they lost last night. Crest, those girls lost last night. Dudley beat them 53-41. South Point lost 59-43. Shelby, they're moving on. They won their second-round matchup. Bessemer City lost their first-round matchup last night. But, again, <clears throat> we, we spend a lot of time talking about the boys because the boys oftentimes drive the needle. I mean, they're the ones that pretty much move and shape the attention and the fascination of the fans here in this area. But don't sleep on these girls, let me give you a quick the story. Stuart Kramer let, team. Let me give you a quick story about this, the Miss O'Shauna Holland. I took Madeline to a uh, camp in a local gym and got her set up. And it's, it's 8.30 in the morning, guys, and I hear a basketball in the other gym. And I take a peek in there, and I was like, man, that lady looks familiar. See her shoot, and she about 30 minutes later, she comes out. I said, is your name Miss uh, O'Shauna Holland? She said, yes, sir. This girl, after a Friday night win, is in the gym. At 8.30, and I, I'm, uh, she had to shoot for two hours. So you want to know why she's good? That's it. I'm going to tell you how you get good. That's it. You got to work when everybody else is not. And she was. She was working. She worked for two hours. And yeah, she, you, like, like Coach Pruitt used to say, you know how you get better fielding ground balls? Field ground balls. And You know yeah. how you get better hitting? Get in the cage and hit. So yep. <laughs> you know how you, you get better shooting? If you want to know, that's it. Yeah, be in the gym at 8.30 so, when nobody else is in there. That's how you get better. That's impressive. Yeah, so, well, I mean, yeah, that's – yeah, that's part of her makeup. And, I mean, we, you know, we've had Peter, Peter London of the, of the Carolina Girls Hoops Report. He speaks glowingly of O'Shauna Holland. And, and, and he should because, I mean, he sees exactly what we see. I mean, I'm still, like, if, if I was to crystallize three or five moments this basketball season for the high schools that were top three, top five moments of what I saw across high school basketball – this year, on that very short list is what O'Shauna Holland did against South Point in the fourth quarter. That game was unbelievable the way she just completely took it over. It was probably the best individual performance that I've seen from either a boys or girls high school basketball player this year. And it's not like she scored 20 in the quarter. That's not what she did. She scored 12 points in the quarter. So that's a good number. But it's what she did beyond that. She transcended just scoring in that basketball game. She defended. She blocked shots. She stole the basketball. She became the one player on the floor that no one could reckon with. And she just owned the night in that fourth quarter. So congratulations to O'Shauna Holland and the Stuart Kramer Storm. Let's take a break. We come back. Douglas Lacasio, general manager of the Hickory Crawdads, will be on at 8.40. At 8.40, we're going to be able to talk more about high school basketball, and we may be able to even squeeze in a little something-something 
for the middle school side. Yeah, because we got some coaches fired up, already texting, ready to come on tomorrow. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting the same thing. Hey, these middle school guys are like, hey, we don't want to talk about high school. We're, we're ready for tomorrow, baby. Yeah, they they yeah, they yeah, want their sauce. There's no question about it. And they're going to get it because I'm telling you, tomorrow it's going to be a heavy, heavy dose of middle school basketball. Middle school game day. That's exactly right. You called it what it is tomorrow. That's exactly what it's going to be. Middle school game Final day. Final four. It really is. It really is. It's going to be a lot of fun. We come back. Douglas Lacasio will join us here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Boland can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Boland at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Boland of Allen Tate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory, even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, you can afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. 
The 704 Sports Academy is a baseball and softball training facility committed to the total development of the athlete. Owner Weston Lawing invites you to learn from qualified instructors that focus on your ability to compete with freedom. Find Weston on Facebook, Instagram, and online at 704sportsacademy.com. The 704 Sports Academy, 704-734-7431. That's 704-734-7431. And we welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning as we've covered an awful lot about high school ba basketball. Um, and it's that time of the year. Tomorrow we're going to cover middle school basketball like you wouldn't believe. There's no question about it. But right now we're going to divert for just a moment. We're going to bring in the general manager of the Hickory Crawdads, Douglas Lacasio. Douglas, welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Absolutely. Thanks you guys for having me this morning. Well, it's it's great. It's great having you on. Um Douglas, in in the times that we've had you on the show, uh when when this first started out, um the Texas Rangers actually owned the Hickory Crawdads. And along the way, Diamond Baseball Holdings came in, took ownership of the organization, made a decision that they were going to take the Down East Wind Ducks and ultimately bring them to Spartanburg, South Carolina. And now Diamond Baseball Holdings has determined that they want to bring broadcast of the Hickory Crawdads available. I, I would like for you to the listening audience to kind of lay out all of the, all of the particulars, all the details that you can lay out related to what is this utility that's going to be rolled out in April? What's going to happen that folks can be a part of to tune into Hickory Crawdads games wherever they are? Absolutely. So um, back probably towards the tail end of the regular season, um, we've kind of we just we started a conversation of saying you know things that we would like to see, you know improvements that we would like to have those sort of things. And, and so one of the key things that kind of came up a lot was, was how, how we can, how we can broadcast our games, um, but in a feasible manner. Uh, so one thing led to another and uh, a different opportunity popped up from this to that. Um, and we explored and found uh, what's it's called Pixelot. And so what Pixelot is, is it is AI generated uh, production uh, both from cameras to replay uh, to live game action. Um, and so we are kind of the like test child for Diamond Baseball with Pixelot. So we are bringing Pixelot. They, they produce, they currently produce all of the Appalachian League, all of the Rook, you know. Uh, so, so they are part of the development league, but never fully the um, – whole minor league landscape and so we're kind of a test child for them too um, to get into minor league baseball and so with that um, fans will be able to watch um, all um, 66 crawdad home games through milb tv or bally sports live um, through a minor league partnership and so with that obviously you need you need voice. You need a, a layover, and so we came to the partnership, and we'll be we'll be streaming all of our games with Stream Guys um, and the great voice of B Rush. 
Well, I, I'm I'm excited to be a part of it. Uh, that announcement came out yesterday. Um, you know, Douglas, I, I think I've shared this with you. I've always wanted to have an opportunity to be the voice of someone's affiliated baseball team and specifically the South Atlantic League. This gives me the opportunity to cover both of those at the same time. So I'm, I'm very thankful to you and the Hickory Crawdads and for giving me this opportunity. It is not lost on me the import of this opportunity. So thank you. Let me let me say that publicly. Oh, absolutely. We're we're excited, you know. We obviously dabbled with it a little with the playoff baseball last year and stuff of that nature. So it's always been it's always been a high priority of mine uh, to bring back some form of broadcasting and stuff of that nature. Uh, and, and so it was just a natural fit, and, and, and you were, you were top of my list to call once that opportunity opened up. Um, you know, we're excited. It, it'll be a unique feature, as most people aren't aren't able to come to 66 Crawdad games uh, a season. Uh, and if you are, great. We we look forward to having you at the ballpark. But we wanted to give an avenue for people to watch, specifically players, their families, things of that nature. And so uh, the technology. Uh, to be on the front side of forward thinking, forward technology, it's a real exciting time. Uh, excited to see it roll out. Um, do I think it's going to be perfect come April 9th? Probably not, but we're going to work our kinks out, and we're, we're going to see what we can do and put our best foot forward and give the best production that we can uh, and enhance it. And it starts with the voice, and, and, and we, we check that first one off the box. And now we just got to get production and everything else in line. But uh, we are definitely excited for this partnership. Douglas Lacasio here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Now, Douglas, I, I know that you mentioned the partnership that the Appalachian League had with Pixelot. And obviously, Hickory, North Carolina is not too far out of the footprint of the Appalachian League map. Is Pixelot a relatively local company? And, and, and why is there such a tie to the likes of Eastern Tennessee, Virginia, and North Carolina, you know, compared to what we see in the Appalachian League? No, I think Pixelot's actually a northern company and stuff of that nature. It just it just so happens, uh, just relationships, a uh, relationship within Diamond Baseball. Uh, they knew the founder of Pixelot. Uh, Pixelot is really starting to get into like soccer, and it's just again, it's it's the AI generated feature. Um, a place like Hickory, um, where staffing's not the easiest to find people to run manual uh, cameras and and do live in game production. So this is just an alternative. Basically, you need one person to run this entire system, which is it's pretty incredible. Just of what is to offer. Um, and the fact that they've done it before um, is peace of mind as well. Sure. No question about it. So, Douglas, you mentioned, you know, the MILB.TV, the Bally Sports app, so on and so forth. You know, a lot of folks that they hear from Bally's, they're thinking, you know, the Atlanta Braves or, or the Cincinnati Reds or other teams that, that are part of Major League Baseball markets. From your perspective, for those that want to be part of the Bally Sports app, if they already have that, should they be good to go and getting content from the Hickory Crawdads when the season gets started? I, yeah, they, they should be, but uh, Bally Sports Live, is, it's just a free app. 
Um, so MILB TV and Bally Sports Live, it is just a free app um, that we're able to work through. And you're just able to download and link and find all minor league games on the app right at your fingertips. See, I think you've got the people at the word free because if they know that all they have to <laughs> do is get the free app, then they're going to be able to get Hickory Crawdads games whenever they cannot be there. But, Douglas, the reality is yep. as much as we want people tuning in, we definitely want to use that as a conduit to get people to come to the games up at LP France Stadium. So this is the opportunity where we're going to give you to kind of talk about all of the reasons to come to LP France Stadium to watch one or 66 baseball games this season at LP France Stadium. Douglas, there's a lot of there's a lot of promotional opportunities that you guys have started driving already on social media, on the website. But the one thing that I saw that I'm immediately intrigued by is things like 80s night jerseys and other promotions of that sort. Can you kind of go through what some of these early promotions might look like? Yeah, so we actually have released our entire promotional schedule. So our entire promotional schedule is out. Um, individual tickets are on sale as of last Friday uh, for single games. Um, as you said, there's 89. It's kind of you think starter jacket, but uh, you know zip ups and stuff of that nature. Well, we're gonna wear those kind. Of, we're wearing those jerseys and auctioning them off after the game. Uh, we're having a Scooby Doo night. We're auctioning off Scooby Doo customized special <laughs> Scooby Doo. <laughs> I got you there. You know, now we'll have now, we'll have I'm, try, now I'm trying to get booked. Absolutely. We'll have Scooby <laughs> snacks available throughout, uh, you know, from that standpoint. So excited for that one. Um, and, and then also, you know, we're doing an Appalachian giveaway package where we're doing a T-shirt in the month of April and then a co-branded jersey, App- Appalachian Crawdad jersey giveaway uh, in the month of August. So excited for excited for that partnership as App State Hickory, you know, is, is taking off and, and to be a part of them and that partnership there. Uh, you know, your staples, there's Princess Night, July 3rd fireworks. We're having a country concert after the game with Reed Foley, and we're also having a Christian concert after one of our games. So our entire promotional schedule is released and online. Uh, we're, we're just super excited. It's hard to believe, but February is coming dawn, and uh, April 2nd will actually be the first Crawdad game as the Crawdads will play Catawba Valley Community College in an exhibition. So we'll be able to have um, an We'll be able to have a, a test run of that. Um, not sure if the TV portion will work because it's an exhibition, but you'll be able to tune in on Stream Guide um, and, and be able to listen to the crawdads. And didn't even touch on it, but we will be covering select road games. So you'll be able to tune in and listen to your crawdads uh, probably for roughly about ninety of the hundred and twenty games. Um, you know, over the course of the season and be able to follow the dads all along as this journey to repeat, you know, as uh, South Atlantic League uh, Southern Division champs uh, kicks off. Well, I'm certainly excited for that as I'll be traveling to these destinations that are going to be close enough to realistically get to and bring a lot of those weekend broadcasts to the fans of the Hickory Crawdads. Douglas, for, for your staff right now, at this point in the year, you guys just had a weekend series with Appalachian State taking on Siena. 
And now it's starting to get real. The reps are starting to happen, and, and you realize you're with just a handful of weeks out from the start of the season. What is the staff most busy doing right now in preparation for the gates opening on April 9? Uh, panic. Panicking. Is pro- <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you know, I, I, I think the biggest thing everyone's doing, is, 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 as we say, is, Dotting I's, crossing T's, just doing everything we can to put ourselves in the best situation possible come April 2nd. Um, so it all is just a process as tickets go on sale, as games happen, you get into that routine, you're getting the ballpark ready, you're, you're hanging signage, you're, we're just doing the, the fruits of our labor are going to show from the seeds that were sown back in November, December. So it's just, shipping things off the to-do list and being as prepared as possible for April, but, um, and, and to give the best foot forward. So we're just getting the ballpark more and more ready each and every day. Uh, we're, we're excited to open it up come April 2nd and, uh, welcome all the fans back. It, <clears throat> we think it's, we think it's a quick, uh, six, six months turn from the end of September to the beginning of April. We think it happens in the blink of an eye. To the fans, they think that's the longest six months of their life. They cannot wait until baseball is back here in Hickory and, and on their television and all over. Uh, and so we just want to give them the best experience possible here at uh, LP France. Hey, Douglas, this is Corky. Before you jump off here, I, I've been – you talked about this Pixelot thing. I've been looking this up online. I mean, this is amazing. It's like, it's like a 10-person production team, and one person can do everything. It, it's <laughs> – do you know if there's going to be like two cameras, three cameras, four cameras, 20 cameras, or you still, you guys still trying to work that out? Because this is amazing. So it is a two camera system, Corky. Uh, there's a camera out in center field and a camera uh, behind home plate on that, that's situated on the press box, but it does multiple angles. Don't just think it's a straight shot. Like it follows the ball. Yeah, I've, Like it is all amazing, uh, but it's a two it's a two camera production, uh, but you would probably feel like there's probably 15 to 20 cameras with the amount of angles and things like that, that it can show. Yeah. That's what I've been looking at. I mean, like you say, I, I've seen different setups, but even with the two cameras, you know, the average person would think, Hey, we get a still shot from center field, a still shot from behind the plate. That's not the case. These things are able to zoom in to follow the ball, to follow the runner. It really does look like a, like a Fox sports production or something. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's amazing. That's going to be fun to watch. It's it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to be a part of. Douglas Lacasio will certainly get back in touch with you before we get to April 2nd, but I want to thank you for coming on this morning and, and personally thank you for allowing me the opportunity to be the voice of the Hickory Crawdads. That's still got a really nice ring to it, so thank you. Uh- Absolutely. Hopefully you're still saying that after game 90 of the 120, <laughs> but no, we look forward to it. We can't, we can't wait for the season and always appreciate you guys having us on and uh, go Crawdads. Indeed. Go Crawdads. Douglas Lacasio, thank you for spending some time with us. We'll catch you down the line. When we come back on the other side of the rush hour morning show, we'll put a bow on this Wednesday morning as we continue on WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM We'll be right back. 
It's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to Home Outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned Home Outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday morning, of course, at the top of the hour, Glenn Beck will be on. 
Clay and Buck at 12 noon. Sean Hannity at 3 o'clock. Tonight, the Winthrop Eagles will be on the road in High Point. That game will be on WGNC tonight. So you'll be able to tune into that contest. And something that we, as we're talking about high school basketball today, you know, of course, tomorrow, Corky basically has coined the term already, middle school game day tomorrow. Let's do it, baby. Here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. For those of you... I, I, here's what I need, Brian. We might need to go live tomorrow. I, I need to get the, the mascot heads. Would that be nice? And I do, do like uh, Lee Corso, and I can pick a head and then take it off and pick the other team. <laughs> we should do that tomorrow. Okay. Maybe I need to run around the county today and get the mascot heads. What do you think? If if Look, if you can find a Blue Devil and a, a Wildcat. I know the Wildcats have one. I know they do. Yeah. Maybe I need to dress up as a wildcat. Maybe I need to talk to Coach G. I might dress up as a wildcat. Okay. I'll be the mascot guy. What do you think? What's the weather forecast? I think think they're going to get beat. (laughs) Who? (laughs) Belmont. Really? Yeah. There you go, provocateuring again. trying to sell tickets, baby. Trying to help everybody out. You know, it's for for those that, and and we kind of did this yesterday. We put out a podcast exclusive on Spotify, and and you can pick it up in in all your other places. But the reality is, is we did a Rush Hour Morning Show podcast exclusive yesterday to where we basically laid out for the better part of 20 minutes how we got to where we are. Yeah. We laid out the four teams that were in contention for that final playoff spot, how Stanley got out of the mix of those four teams that were vying for the final playoff spot as to how they were able to get the three seed. We laid all of this out. We also laid out some of the things to look for in tomorrow's game between Stanley and Belmont. That podcast is out right now on whatever your podcast platform of choice is, whether it's Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever it's there. We didn't cover this in the show. This was outside of the show. So if you want a little something to take 20 minutes of your day in preparation for tomorrow's playoff action that you thought you heard on the show during the 7 to 9 slot, this is not something you heard on the 7 to 9 slot. This is exclusive content. We invite you to go out and check out that podcast throughout the course of the day. So let's take a look at... Real briefly, the middle school playoffs for tomorrow. On the girls' side, Holbrook's the one seed. They're going to welcome Bessemer City into Holbrook Gymnasium. Okay? Holbrook beat Bessemer City 50-16 to on Monday. I don't see this being a whole lot different tomorrow. I mean, if Bessemer City plays better than they did on Monday, this is still going to end up being like a 20-point ball game. In any regard. Unfortunately. Well, I mean. Hey, hey, listen, this is what it is, man. It is what it is. I mean, the reality is, is Bessemer City gets an opportunity to be in the playoffs. Okay? They have an opportunity to continue to build that program. And then along the way, they're going to help to continue to build that Bessemer City High School program. But they're just simply not going to beat Holbrook. Right. Hol- Holbrook's the juggernaut. And not, so the, not this year. Probably not. Probably, probably not this year. Probably not this year. But, Brian, here's the the great thing about sports, okay? When you get good coaches and you can keep these guys around 
And they get these kids to believe, girls, guys, young men, young women, you get them to believe, and now all of a sudden these coaches figure out a way to have kids playing travel ball during the summer. The community gets involved. The culture changes. You know, we talk about them on the Rush Hour morning show. We make this thing larger than, than, than it probably everybody thinks it is. Brian, it just adds a different dynamic to it. It makes everybody better. If, if you want to be good – Here's your opportunity to be good. Mm-hmm. But you you just can't wake you can't go to sleep one night and have a dream that you win the championship and wake up and you're holding a trophy. That's not reality. You gotta put the work in, you gotta invest. It takes time, it takes years. And uh fortunately, you know, unfortunately fortunately for Bessemer City, they made the playoffs. Unfortunately for them this year, at least for this year, you know, they they got the toughest opponent. In they the, gotta contend with the wrecking ball. Yeah, I mean it just is what it is. And what do you do, man? Put a helmet on and some and some shoulder pads and let that thing hit you and now you just hang on and hopefully it's not too bad. I mean, Holbrook's loaded. They really are. I mean, they're, I, I, you know, I, I've had conversations with, with, with coaches, with observers. Um, it, I, I don't know that a school has had two better guards at the front of their lineup than, than this Holbrook squad. I know there are others that would make arguments, you know, for some of their own folks, and I get it. But, I mean, objectively speaking, this is about as high quality as you could get with this Holbrook backcourt. These two guards are unbelievably dynamic. Um, And so, therefore, they're just a handful. They're just a handful to deal with. And so, therefore, you know, it's going to be a very tough road for Bessemer City against Holbrook. So I totally see Holbrook hosting a girls' championship game on the 6th, which is next Wednesday. That's that's what I see. However, you look at the boys' side, the other girls' semifinal game, of course, will be Southwest taking on Belmont. Belmont had Southwest at their place earlier this year. They did a very good job defensively. They were able to win with relative ease. Could this game be slightly different? It could. I still see Belmont winning relatively easy in that girls' semifinal, and it sets up pretty much what we've been anticipating for quite some time now. A rematch between Holbrook and Belmont is probably going to be played at Ashbrook High School on the 6th. So that's kind of what we see here. On the boys' side, this, however, is where we are. The one team that was supposed to be at the top of the table was the Belmont Wildcats. And they ended up being near the top of the table. Southwest was the expected winner. Again, when you do what they've done in recent memory, you're going to be deserving of the opportunity of being the preseason number one. As it turns out, they were one of the group of teams that finished at six and four. They're not in the playoffs. Belmont, they were picked to be two. They finished two. They were the known entity of the county. Here's where things got weird. Holbrook was picked to be three. They finished in that group of six and four teams. They're not in. Greer. This is one of those things to where if you could have, if you could have restacked the preseason poll after one game, everybody that made a pick that made the the poll look this way would have immediately switched Greer to the number one. It would have been that clear cut. When you hold 
Belmont to 23 points. And Greer had a terrible game offensively. There's no, there's no reality that I can ponder that Greer would score just 36 points in a game. They held Belmont to 23 points. I've seen, I've seen Belmont score 23 points in a quarter this year, and they only scored 23 points against Greer. Greer, without question, was supposed to be in the playoffs, but I, I don't think anybody realized how good this Greer team was going to be. This Greer team is phenomenal. I'll tell you who, who uh, knew how good they were going to be. Coach Hudson. I talked to him about a month ago, and uh, we were talking about some other things. And he, he said, "Dude, I don't." He said, "I've never had this good of a bas- I've never been around this many kids that can play basketball." He said, "I just don't see us getting beat." Coach believes in his kids, don't well, he? Well, and that's and what you got to do, Brian. He he didn't say anything bad about Belmont or WC Friday or Stanley or anybody else. He's talking about his team. Now you, right. Outside of his bubble, you take it however you want to take it. But Coach believes in his guys. He sees them every day. He sees them working at the school. He sees them handle their business. He sees them making good grades. He sees them being young men. He sees them working hard. He sees their athletic ability. Hey, Coach believes he's the team. Right. So you've got three of the four playoff teams that did some overachieving this year because Stanley was the preseason number six. They were supposed to finish in the dead middle of the pack. And they finished with a 7-3 and three record and actually got a win against Belmont last Thursday, which is what makes this Thursday matchup in Belmont so compelling. And then you keep on going down to 7 and 8 and 9 and 10. And, oh, wait a minute, hold it. There's WC Friday, dead last in the preseason bowl. This club had no shot. <laughs> right. None. Okay. Their season was supposed to be over after game one. And all of a sudden, Nathan Sherrill and those Cavaliers do whatever it is that they did. They, they finished with a 6-4 and four record. They beat Southwest on January the 29th, and they got into the playoffs. And they got a tall order against them tomorrow. They're going to have to go to Greer. They're going to have to play the Knights. It's going to be a tough battle. They've already had to play them relatively recent. They got an uphill climb. They may not win this game tomorrow, but it should not be the identifier for this WC Friday team because this WC Friday team went from number 11 to number four. Yeah. That is fantastic. And Nathan Sherrill deserves a ton of credit for helping that Cavaliers club get into the playoffs thanks to some. They, they don't have like a coach of the year or player of the year or anything like that in middle school, do they? I don't think they do. Yeah. But if they did, in my mind, like really, I mean, in my mind, you, you've got to give Alec Hudson his flowers for going undefeated through the regular season. I think a consensus of people would say that Alec Hudson would be the coach of the year. And I think Brandon Messick would get a lot of love from folks for doing what he's done with this Stanley Club. But in my mind, for Nathan Sherrill in his first year to take a club that he had no idea what they were going to have on the table and to take this group and go from 
dead last, according to the pundits, and get into the playoffs, that's a phenomenal coaching job. Hey, nothing against Coach Hudson. He's one of my guys. I like him. Okay, but let, let me say this, okay? If the Dodgers win the World Series this year, as loaded as they are, should Dave Roberts be the manager of the year? Not unless they go 162 and 0. Okay, see what I'm saying? Nothing they, gets they co- do that. I'll, I'll give Roberts hey, his flowers. Nothing gets Coach Hudson. When you're loaded, you're supposed to win. <laughs> okay, if you don't, if you don't, you got issues. You, or, or things didn't go your way. Hey, you you, you got to give you, you got to give Coach Messick, uh, Coach Cheryl. You got to give those guys a ton of credit. You no, know, you, no doubt, you just have to. No whether, doubt. You li- whether you like it or not, I know we all have egos, and I got the biggest one in the room, whichever, whatever room I'm in. But at the end of the day, hey, share the love, man, because all those coaches being successful make everybody else better. Yep. Because if you don't bring it, you're going to get got. Yep. That's just how it is, and that's the way it should be. It's good for sports. It's good for morale. It, you know, it's good for confidence. It's good for all that stuff. I like it. I love competition. Real quick. Yeah. After one round of high school basketball playoffs, uh-huh. okay, I know that there were some results that we expected. There were some results that we didn't expect. But in my mind, the winner of all the local teams from round one of the playoffs has to be the Hunter Huss Huskies. Their performance against North Henderson last night had to have been by far the most impressive. Maybe a second would be East Gaston. Win by 30. Win by 30 on the East road. East Gaston would be number two for sure. I, I think those performances where despite everybody else putting together good efforts, Crest and Ashbrook's going to be a barn burner on Friday. East Gaston going on the road, winning that game against West Caldwell is great and certainly worthy. But what Hunter Huss did, boat racing North Henderson by 31 on the road, that that's that's your team of the night. What about, they won the night last what night. What about us talking yesterday thinking Kings Mountain had the best opportunity to get to three rounds in the bracket? Those guys went up there and got beat last. You know, they got beat last night. Well, and, and I still think they had the best route yeah. to go three rounds. I really do. I, I just, I'm a little surprised that they were not able Shot. to get it done last night against Northwest Cabarrus. Right. I which now stunning. if you're Northwest Cabarrus, now you start tracking that team. What's that team got in the tank that yeah. might get it to three rounds? Yeah, that was a shocker. It really was. But tomorrow, we <laughs> it, it's it's going to be unbelievable. It really is. It's It's going to be an unreal show tomorrow. And I am incredibly excited. We got all the coaches lined up? Well, I, if you get Hudson then what we're going to end up having is we'll have Chris Beatty on talking a little bit of soccer at 7.40. At 8 o'clock, we'll have Brian Nichols on talking about his Holbrook girls. And then Alec Hudson, we're trying to work on getting him at 8.20. What we're going to probably have to do is at least get Brandon Messick on at 8.40 for a few minutes before we put a bow on tomorrow's show because we've got to have an opportunity to lay out predictions for tomorrow's games, particularly the game that's going to happen just a handful of miles away from here when Belmont and Stanley hook up, because it is going to be a battle. Okay, why don't we have Nichols, Beatty, Hudson, Messick, Cheryl, and G on the show tomorrow? Yeah, I like that idea. Let's get them all on here. Cheryl? 
Yeah. Nathan Cheryl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we get them all? Okay. Okay. Give give me everybody. Get ten minutes. Okay. Get them all. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Yeah. That, middle school game that day. That will be a middle school game Final day four. for the ages. All right. With that said, Glenn Beck comes on at nine o'clock. Thank you for tuning in to the Rush Hour Morning Show. We really appreciate the love, folks. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless everybody. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.